can see right now, without LeBron, Lakers are, are struggling. Let me tell you about a team I hate, all right? I know the Dallas Cowboys fan is here, so I had to make sure he knew how much I hate you. Oh, team. I'm ready. I've often said that the people who run baseball, they try very hard to ruin it. I'm from Brooklyn. I don't have a problem saying it to his face. Oh, Brooklyn. Hey, isn't he? I never, I never get this fast. God, I'm slow at my age. Oh, my God. It's Wacky Wednesday. Talking baseball with Sal Angeletti. And we're all back together again, starting with... Carl McClaskey. Matt Sirianni. Look at the other side. It's K-Wall over there. Hey, K-Wall. We all got nicknames now. It's K-Wall, Big C, Matty Ice, and Angie. Angie who? Am I allowed? What's this Angie thing? But baseball is back. We're back. We're on fire. Everything is on fire. New new background. New new background. And I baseball's like alive like and well. And once and once they call the lockout out, this this whole past weekend up to today has been we saved immediately. That's what we nuts. did. We saved immediately. We, yeah. hey, yes, we did. No, it's yeah. good to be back. It, it's good to be back. You know, I know we had a little boycott the last time that, or I was doing a boycott. But I was impressed with how they were, how fast they were able to get a deal done because I knew that they were in deep water. So, oh, yeah. you know, it, it's nice. And, you know, on top of NFL free agency, you know, we're getting a lot of news, both MLB and NFL. It's actually not quite bad, not going to lie. But uh, the most important thing is that we're getting spring training. We're seeing deals done. The Yankees continue to disappoint their fans, even though House Steinbrenner said, oh, we're a championship caliber team. No, we're not. Not even close. This is an 85-win team at max. Now winning a championship, heck, you're not even winning the division. This is a team in the roster that is likely to go for the second wild card and play in a wild card game like they did last year, and they got embarrassed. So I don't know what Hal Steinbrenner's thinking. I don't know what Brian Cashman's being told what to do because this is not the Brian Cashman that we know. And, of course, Hal is running the show right now. And son, excuse me, sons that – Takeover franchises always disappoint in the long run, and we see it with the Giants, we see it with the Knicks. It, it doesn't stop, you know. We saw it with the Wolpons before Steve Cohen came in. It, I am telling you, it's something with the with the kids. You know, it's all about money at the end of the day, and get, getting over the tax luxury. And you know, at least we have another New York team that is saying, "Screw that! I'm going to sign who, whoever I want, when I want, and how I want." And 
we're going to put a championship caliber team at the end of the day. Yeah, and uh, so the Yankees are making some moves. They finally got rid of some, uh, I don't want to say dead weight because he wasn't really dead weight, but uh, Gary Sanchez is gone, and but so is Gio Urshela. They're both in Minnesota with the Twins. And in exchange, we get Josh Donaldson and a guy who I've never even heard of, Kiner Falifa. Well, the Yankees wanted him some time back, I, uh, He's I guess. He's a great defender, and he can hit the ball. I'm good with that. I didn't understand getting Josh Donaldson in – eating up that $50 million. The guy hasn't had a productive year since 2019. And it's, you know, it's going to be interesting when they finally put a camera on with him and Garrett Cole. I know they spoke and, you know, at the end of the day, they made, made those comments saying it's all about winning a championship at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So hey, Garrett, hey, I'm hey, love, hate Jeter, a rod type of relationship. Yeah. Right. And, I just don't. I just don't get the Donaldson thing. Like he he's better than Urshela, but he's not going to make you a championship caliber type of. He's not going to turn that team around and put the team on his back. He'll hit home runs, but you got to remember, it's an aging defensive player. And you know, of course, we didn't. We had a shortened season, twenty twenty. He didn't have the numbers in twenty twenty one. They gave him that eighty eight million dollar contract. Now we got to eat half of it and. You know, Father Time is always undefeated unless you're Tom Brady. So, <laughs> right. I, I would bet Father Time is right going to beat Josh Donaldson. Now, now the so reason why down the road it's it's a little frustrating. Right now, the reason why you guys didn't go after Matt Olson was because he didn't want to give it up. He didn't want to give up the uh, the prospects that are in the um, minors now that are going to be potentially playing shortstop next right, year. Right, right. That's why he didn't give them up. That's why he just said, no, we'll bring back Rizzo and go yep. after uh, the guys playing short for you guys this year and Donaldson. Yeah. Like what, like what Kevin said, uh-huh. Donaldson's be- last best, best year was when he was the, with Atlanta and he had, like, say, 38 home runs. That was it. Everything after Besides that, he's been on the decline. Yeah, he's been he's been moved around, what, three times since? He yeah. was with. Oh, he's been with Toronto. Then he signed that one-year deal with Atlanta. And then, you and know, then he, he was a free to, agent after Atlanta. Minnesota. And that's when he signed that huge deal with Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see why Minnesota oh, yeah. even did that if they weren't even close to going anywhere. They think Toronto well, they contenders now, though in nineteen. They were contenders yeah. in nineteen. Yeah, they had they hit more home runs than any other team in MLB history that year. Who Minnesota? Yeah, the Yankees the were right behind them. And then, yeah. and then the shortened season two years ago, they were in the playoffs. Okay, and, but they got swept to yeah, uh, Houston. The sixty-game uh, season, and the Yankees beat them too once in the playoffs, didn't they? Yeah, well, I the Yankees, the, the Yankees own the Twins. <laughs> they own the Twins in the playoffs. Not just the Twins, the Rangers as well. <laughs> the Yankees always had the right. Toronto just got scarier. Matt Chapman, and here, here is Oakland now. Okay, they they raised the luxury tax. Now we're going to get rid of everybody, right? which means it up. same with Cincinnati. Which means there you go. Let's let's go to Vegas and uh, relocate. It's the writings on the wall. I before the show started, I also saw another uh, move that was shocking. Grink, is that Grinky signed with Kansas City? Oh, he went back home. He's coming back. Yeah. No, I didn't see that. Nice. Yeah. He's going to finish his career there. That's oh. that's a nice move. And I thought some ball players might like Verlander. I didn't think he would have gone back to Houston. I thought he was going to sign with Detroit, maybe finish his career. Uh, like I said, Matt Chapman. The Toronto just got scarier with that lineup. So do they got the pitching is is what it is. I yeah. mean, Sal, you said it last year that Toronto, they're going to be the real deal in the next couple of mm-hmm. seasons. And, 
you know, last I mean, with the young talent of Vlad Jr. And who knows? You never know about Freddie Freeman, even though it looks like the Blue Jays are going in a different route, of course. But they're being aggressive for the first first time, you know, since 1992, 1993. You know, they, mm-hmm. they would just develop their guys and, you know, they would be good here and there, but they were never playoff material. And now with Vlad Jr. and they they realize they have a future and they realize they have the pitch. Right. And being aggressive, so why not? But the last thing I want to see is Freddie Freeman, you know, in the AL East. I know the Red Sox have have been talking, and of course, we heard Toronto being the lead candidate. Tampa was another one. That's, Tampa, that's the Yankees' worst nightmare. You know, if if they go to if he goes to LA, you know, he's going to be a it, dog. It's expected because the Dodgers Here, are. I have a question. Okay, he's got a sleeper anyway. team. What was your sleeper team? I said he was going to Blue Jays. Okay. Oh, that's what I said, and they were leading interest. You know, Toronto's going to be aggressive, and how crazy would that be? But Freddie Freeman, and and he's got Canadian connections. People don't understand yeah, that. I'll just say that. Oh, Toronto dual, is going to be make moves. He, he's got connections there, so don't be surprised. And, you know, he's still in his prime. You know, even if you give him a six-year deal, he's going to be productive for at least half of that contract. And then worst case, you eat up the, the final two years as much of these long-term contracts – Last, you, you get a good, you know, three quarters of it or at least 65, 66 percent. And then that's it. And right. if I'm the Toronto Blue Jays, why not? Because you're going to have to extend Vlad Jr. in a few years. This right. is a win now mentality for Toronto. And, you know, Especially it's not with that a hard right. division. It right. really isn't. Right. That's why I said Toronto. It's because not I- a hard division. You know, Tampa's always playing money ball. Boston will be here and there. The Yankees, you know, they've. They've been lacking, you know, they're competitive, but they're not championship caliber teams. And, and no one cares about Baltimore at the moment, other than except for me. <laughs> than their minor league system, the future down the road. But if I'm the Blue Jays, now is like my time to be all in and, and they see it. And if you can get Freddie Freeman and there's mutual interest, why not? But it's just hard to believe that these top free agents would start thinking about going up the border which is just something we really haven't seen before or as far as in my lifetime in Matty Ace's time. Mm-hmm. I have another sleeper. Watch out. They they fell short last year by a game. Watch out for Seattle. Cause yeah. they just got, they just did the trade with Cincinnati with what they was. Uh, they just got, they got Suarez and Winkler. They're going, Winkler? Yeah. Yeah. Heck we Winkler. Jesse's uh, <laughs> Jesse's dad. Yeah. So uh, they're going, they're going to Seattle. So Cincinnati just traded those two over there, so that's going to help their lineup. So watch out for Seattle. They fell short last year. I think they're going to uh, make it. Well, they lose lose out by a game. They just they got better in the last couple of days. They just we got almost a had a four, We almost had a four way tie uh, in the wild card standings. That's last right. Year. We were talking about it. They almost had one. That's right. It almost happened with the Yank. It was the Yankees, Seattle, Yankees, Seattle Blue Jays, and Boston Red Sox. Right. That would have been crazy. That would have been crazy. Well, I, I explained like it would have been I mean, Yankees, Red Sox, and then yeah, and then Seattle versus Toronto. But unfortunately, we didn't get that. What we got was Yankees, Red Sox. And what we got was a disaster. Um, but I mean, the no, last team I, I said it on this show, the last team that I wanted the Yankees to face in the wild card was Seattle because they were on fire, and you know they yeah, had that they, momentum, they, young pitching. Strong. Yep, and they just got better with with that trade. And you know, Houston, of course, is still the the favorite to win and the better team. But Seattle, you know, they're gonna they're gonna make some noise. They they will make some noise, and they're 
showing this offseason, hey, we're serious. We're a contender. Right. We haven't made the postseason since 2001. It's time to step up. And we could actually be the face of Seattle right now since the Seahawks are blowing it up with Russell uh-huh. Wilson. And apparently no one wants to go to Seattle right now. This could be a Mariners team. You know, it's going to take a lot of a lot of hard work and winning. But for now, the Mariners can really make some noise in the ALS and especially in the AL. And, yeah, and- especially the West because apparently Oakland has thrown in the towel. Uh, there's trade rumors going on right now and talks. The, the Angels are still the, trying to figure things out in the Between West. the Yankees and Oakland, uh, two of their starting pitches, Luke Voigt's name has come up with Gleyber Torres as potentially going to Oakland for these two pitches, and I have no idea what's going to happen. But uh, let's go switch over to the NL East, and it looks like Uncle Stevie's not playing around this year. We knew last year he just was his first year as the new Met owner. Gave it some time. They were in first, lost it, and now they got probably one of the first or second best pitching staffs in the NL East right now Mm -hmm. with uh, Mad Max and – Chris Bassett at Oakland, and they they made a couple other moves, and uh, they're going to be in there. And Carl, we're going to give it to you. What what has your Phillies done? They made a couple of good signings. Yeah, so they uh, a couple of days ago they signed uh, the reliever Brad Hand for a one year six million dollar contract to help with the bullpen. I was also surprised. Hey, a bullpen guy, how about that? Yeah, they also signed Jerry's Familia to help with the bullpen. That's an extra another arm. bullpen guy. How about yes, that? Yes, yes. <laughs> and I was shocked. I just saw they just got today Schwarber, Mr. Kyle Schwarber. They got him today. Another outfielder. How about that? <laughs> well, they don't have no one because McCutcheon, McCutcheon went to uh, Milwaukee. So they got Schwarber. That, that's going to be weird, you know, especially yeah. with his connections in the NL Central. You yeah. know, of course, yeah. you know, his tenure with Pittsburgh, you know. So that's, they got that's going to deal a lot yeah. of pirates. So right now, my outfield, I'm looking pretty good. Got Schwarber in left, and then you got Harper in right. Now they're also talking about also Chris Bryant. They were talking about Schwarber and Bryant. They oh, got geez. Schwarber. Do you imagine to get Bryant to play third? That'll be even better. And then you know what's the thing? No, we haven't really heard any noise about Chris Bryant and, and Trevor Story, especially when yeah, you know, they're, they're, you saw when these free agency be- began. You know, early earlier in the week that. Chris Bryant, Trevor Story, of course, Freddie Freeman, and and also like we haven't heard anything about Chris Bryant and Trevor Story unless very little, which is yeah. really yeah, shocking Brian, to me. Yeah, Bryant's been thrown around to the Mets conversation, but, but apparently Steve doesn't want to get rid of uh, J.D. Davis or uh, uh, Dominic Smith. So who knows what's going to happen there? Well, but hearing the reports that Lindor and, and um, that Lindor and them were able to make amends, so you know, I, I, you know, the Mets they made it clear, you know, especially with them working out that mm-hmm. they're going to be on the same team this year. So, and I think the Mets, you know, they're looking at another pitcher, or I mean, they got their pitchers, but I wouldn't be surprised if they went bullpen yet again, and they they are going to get another at bat, but I don't see. Chris Bryan being in Steve Cohen's market. I, I just don't see that the, at the moment. Again, we could be wrong when you have a $14 billion owner and he can just give you a blank check. For all you guys, all you guys, if if they go, if they get either, the Phillies get either Story or Bryant, do they make Atlanta and the Mets shake? 
Oh yeah. Yeah. Do the, the, Wait, how, repeat that question. I'm sorry. Repeat that question. So they don't have to get both, but if the Phillies get either Bryant to play third or Story to play short, or the front, two front teams, the Mets and Atlanta, are they going to be scared about what the Phillies could do? <sighs> no. No. Well, depending on their pitching. The Phillies, you know, they'll win games, but you got to remember, even though that they're losing Freddie Freeman, Atlanta, they still got a young roster. Now they got their first baseman locked up for the next nine years. You know, and he's just, I mean, he's not Freddie Freeman, but he's going to put numbers up in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And the Mets, you know, on paper, we'll see what happens, you know, as the season progresses because, you know, when you have a roster on paper, it doesn't matter once the first pitch begins. Right. But I still feel like you guys got a lot of work to do. And I, and even though you got two pitchers in the bullpen and we know that was your issue last year, I think you may have to get one more arm at least. The only way that you guys will be competitive is pitching. I, I don't think it has anything to do with, with the bats. You got to really focus on pitching in the bullpen. And you're doing that. You are doing that. But just coming off with the Mets are doing and how Atlanta – you know, coming off a championship and, you know, they're going to get the Kuna back. You know, it's going to be it's going to be tough. It's really going to be tough no matter who you get. So you're facing a challenge regardless, but I don't see how you can't be competitive. But you got a lot of climbing to do to get to that mountaintop this year. Right. We also saw Clayton Kershaw sign a one year extension with the Dodgers. We knew that was going to happen. Possibly, possibly. This is the end of the road after the next, after the season. They'll possibly be the end of the road because he's getting there and up there in age. What is he? 37, 38 years old? 37? 34. 37. 34. 37. Okay. All right. So he's getting up there in age. I don't think Kershaw's retiring yet, though. Not No, I don't think he's retiring yet. He can say he's a family guy all he wants. You know, as long as he's on a competitive team and he's not leaving the Dodgers. I know he's got connections to Texas and especially the Texas Rangers. I, I, why would you want to leave the Dodgers when you're still like their ace? The and, you're perennial, and you're on a perennial contender as well. That's the thing. Oh, boy. The Cubs, the Cubs signed Suzuki on a five-year contract, the, uh, the outfielder from Japan. I oh, really? Know. Yes. Well, I don't know who that is. Can you say his first name, Sal? What's his first name? Sai. Sai Suzuki? What team did he play for originally? Japan. He, oh, so he played. So he was in. Okay, so he was in. So he was part of the of the Japanese uh, baseball. What did he play? The KBO. Does huh? he have marbles? Marbles. Webbles. You have marbles. Very Hopefully, bad. he knows that going into the wall oh. is not uh, the Jabu. rules. <laughs> you got to catch what... the ball Jabu's and try not ball. to get hurt. <laughs> All right, all right. So the Cubs are adding some adding some uh, prospects from from Japan over the, there. The Cubs are still they're not doing anything. They're around. Yeah, they're not. They're not. Oh, yeah, you, not see, you see Chris Bryant going back home? No, no. Why would he? The Cubs are not a competitive team coming into the season. They're in rebuild mode. Okay, they you know ready, that. Guys? Rizzo. No, <laughs> he's back. I don't like it. I don't like it. I knew they were going to go that route. I said it yesterday. And it doesn't make any sense. Why, yeah, you why are you being loyal to this guy? Why are you being loyal to him when you had the hottest first baseman left-handed who's going to hit more home runs, a better glove than Rizzo? Why? Here we go. It's going to be Rizzo, DJ, that new guy, Donaldson, Joey Callow. 
Every, did everybody forget Tim uh, Tim LaCastro's back? Uh, whatever is back? No, no. Aaron Hicks to the sticks. No, uh, Hicks is done. <laughs> He's finished. <laughs> He's done. That was, I'm going to miss Scott Sterling. You know, that Harry Scary. And, I'm going to miss all those Sterling calls. Oh, Gio Shella. He's one happy fella. Yeah, you I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised Gary Sanchez got traded because he was he uh, was it had to be done. It, it had to be done. It could have been done two years ago. No, he he was on the decline. He had to go. Declined. The guy ran Joe to- Joe Girardi out of the Bronx. He, he was ran Joe Girardi out of the postseason last year. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I like Kyle Higashioka <laughs> as a catcher, but. <laughs> I like Kyle. He got shook as a catcher. He's a better defensive catcher than Gary Sanchez is. But like at the same time, no stick. Like he's like he can't Here's run the in the catcher position. The only thing that matters is your glove and and managing the game on the field. That's, That's right. all that matters. I don't care if my catcher bats two fifteen, eight home runs, and forty RBIs. As we'll long as he can catch and he can pit and he can catch a a good game and help us win games. That's all that matters. Don't get me wrong. It, it's a bonus. If your catcher can hit 25 plus home runs. Mm-hmm. But if you're a mediocre catcher with a bat, I'm sorry, I'm taking the glove over the bat. Who who's the new who's the other guy they got in the trade? The other catcher who he, he looks like he's got Hulk Hogan 24 inch pythons, this guy. This backup catcher. Who who he is looks it? like Hulk Hogan? Yeah, he he got them 24 inch pythons, brother, right there. Oh I, I, I forgot his name. I'm sure you'll see him in Somerset or or Scranton this year. I saw you. You know what? Let, let's bring it up now. Let, let's just do it now. Oh no! Well, what's going on? You got De Blasio gone. The only uh, ass clown who eats pizza with a knife and fork. I do that too. Mm-hmm. I'm not Italian. He, that he explains he, a lot. He freaking leaves New York. He, he left the, the whole city of disaster with this whole. Uh, private sector mandate. You got to be this. You got to be that. Kai, Kyrie could sit in the stands but not play. They get fined for him going to the locker room. Uh, Cotton and Roberts mentioned it yesterday. So supposedly they were the first show. According to the other guy, no, they weren't. Matty Ice, man, Met and Yankees, there's a lot of them who are vaccinated. Yeah. On both teams. So that's like the whole starting lineup. Yeah, let the me, Yankees aren't vaccinated. What what are we doing here? First of all, let me just say, I don't know if Kevin and Ed talked about this on Poke the Woke yesterday, but I think the mandate in New oh, York. Did. You did? Well, let me harp on it again. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like lifting everything. Bill, Bill de Blasio is the biggest stupid idiot I've ever come across. Uh, I've ever gotten to meet in person. I've actually met I've actually seen him once. Your hands really good? No, his hands his hands bleach. No, he, he sanitizes his hands way too much. He, he feels like Clorox. Um, but anyways, like it's, <laughs> but it's like, it's like, but like seriously, Bill De Blasio ba- gave a, basically gave a big fu to New York when he left. He was a, with he this gave a, a big, big fu while he was mayor anyway. He gave a big fu to, to the city of New York. But I think it's stupid that players who are unvaccinated that are from that are playing for New York sports teams who can't play. But yet, you could be from Milwaukee, or you could be from Minnesota, or you could be from whatever other state, and you could play if you're unvaccinated. Like it makes no sense. Like, it, like if you're Eric Adams, you're in the crosshairs of this. Kevin Durant called you out recently and basically said, "Get your act together. Either lift the mandate or double down and say, you know what? 
If you're not unvaccinated, if you're unvaccinated, I don't care where you're from. You can't play in my city. But the, ultimately, like, just lift the whole thing up. Like, if you're gonna be serious about it, the whole thing should be lifted. Because I mean, we're over it. We're over it. You know, two, yeah, well, you know, today was the day they said two weeks to cover or to slow down the spread, and here we are, two years later. Two two weeks. And two, you know what? Two years. And you got the other buffoon who's enjoying his time as mayor and getting his celebrity list by doing these stupid TikToks dancing to Beyonce. Like there's no other Adams. He's doing that. He's enjoying his fame as mayor right now and and taking his his uh, trips to DC to hang out with the other dweeb that uh, that (laughs) the senator of New York. I'm not even gonna call him by his name, but you know who I'm talking about, the majority leader. But anyway, I digress. That's why I don't talk about this stuff. That's for another show. But we all know. We all know. And the fact that athletes are speaking out now says a lot because, listen, we we don't like hearing people, oh, I have a platform, this and that. But it's got to the point where this is ridiculous. If Kyrie Mm -hmm. Irving can go into the Barclays Center, can practice with the team, can sit in the front row, but all of a sudden the court is an issue, sitting on the court, and that's got to find $50,000. Because he went into the into the uh, into the locker room after the game, it's ridiculous. They're trying to make an example out of this guy, and now we hear the reports with the Yankees and the Mets. Listen, Kyrie Irving, he's not alone now. And the Brooklyn Nets fans, listen, they're in New York. On paper, they're a great team. You know, not the best team this season. Uh huh. But you can, the power can handle, or power in New York City can handle Brooklyn Nets fans because they're not at the top of the totem pole. You don't want to F around with Yankee fans and Met fans, especially Met fans right now where they are a championship caliber team Mm -hmm. for the first time in in how long? On paper, the start of the season. About seven years. I I mean, of course, they were good in 15. They got hot in in Uh 06 during the Willie days. But this is the most exciting time as a Met fan because people want to play for the New York Mets, not the New York. People still want to play for the Yankees, but you know what I'm trying to say here. Especially Don't what Adam just said. <laughs> yeah, I, I did hear that statement. It's good. Yeah, he goes, well, I get to play for a real team in New York or something like that. No, no playing for a good team. I, I don't think it was a shade at the Yankees. I, I don't think it was. You know, it, and he has his family in New York right now. So, it, it, you know, I, I didn't take those words. If I'm the Yankees, I wouldn't take those words as offensive. I don't think it was a shot at the Yankees. But – you don't want to mess around with these fans because every day going to Yankee Stadium and City Field, you're going to hear F the mayor. You know, it's going to make Let's Go Brandon expire. In New York. <laughs> F That's the like mayor. The fans still chanting Pod Van Sucks and a guy hasn't played since the 80s. <laughs> no, but I agree with you. Don't you don't want to mess with pissed off New York sport fans. Trust me, you deal with one twice a week here. I used to work <laughs> security at the Garden. Dennis Pod Van hasn't played since when? And a still chant, Pod Van sucks, beat your wife, Pod Van beat your wife. Yeah. I mean, really? The thing is 30 years old and they still yeah. chant it? Yeah. But okay. yeah, Carl, you said you were going to say you agree with what I, what me and Kevin both think. No, I agree with what you said. Um, we don't like, we don't like to talk uh, stuff about no. this on the air. But I do agree. If, if I can't play, then coming in, you got to sit on the bench too. You can't play. It should be by, right. but equal. Yeah. It's, I agree. Yeah. I agree with yeah. that. Okay. It's just yeah. now, so apparently we can, apparently so in the last few months. There's an issue with Canada. There's only one way to move forward, and it's just moving on. You don't have to have all these setbacks and, and oh, you must get boosted. I'm sorry. Last I knew, unvaccinated people can go into restaurants and bars in New York City and can go to sporting events, but right. you can't play in the court. 
where there, you're surrounded by less people to begin with. You're surrounded by less people. You're not in in, in the crowd where in a 50,000 outdoor stadium and maybe half are unvaccinated. You're is higher it, risk, it, risk by going into the stadium. Not is the it dugout. You're getting PCR testing, I'm sure, still every day. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And no, all it, he's trying to do is set an example. It's an ego narcissist thing that this mayor has, and that's every politician on both sides of the aisle. They just care about their ego and their power, and they're going to say what they say to make themselves feel better. And if that means putting somebody in their place and not caring if it's an athlete or a celebrity, they will do that. But it's gotten to the point now where two years in, numbers have gone down. People aren't even talking about this on the news. It, it, you know, it's like a breath of fresh air. Yeah, you don't see those movie, you don't see those right movie, uh, doctors reading off the teleprompter anymore on Channel 7. Oh, they're gone. They're gone. Gone. They're Who's gone. Those, those idiots on the, do- the doctor, The doctors that we see on the news every... I, 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 don't, I don't watch the news. You know, it's a waste I of don't, time. No, I don't watch news. Apparently, unfortunately, I got to... I don't have Channel 12 out here, so that's... The only thing on, but the reason the reason why the reason why we had to bring this up is because Aaron Judge is unvaccinated because he was asked a question about his vaccination status and he kind of dodged it or put it aside and say you know what we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Just the whole the whole starting lineup. And then he and then he told me when we were coming to the studio that Tori Gallo was unvaccinated. They're all not vaccinated. None of the players are in New York because I thought they all got the J and J shot. The the Blasio. De Blasio made the the emergency whatever private sector thing when he left. They dropped it here in New Jersey. You know what? Get the Yankees ass over in Somerset at the uh, Trenton Stadium. Have them play here and screw everybody else in New York. That that day's not coming. It's that not. Day's not coming. Happen. It's not going to happen. You don't have to worry about playing here. It would here. be nice. Don't get me wrong. It would be nice having no, your team in New Jersey. There. You couldn't get near the place when he was. When Jeter went to uh, Trenton to uh, rehab, you couldn't even get near the place. Forget it. It was nuts. But, yeah. I, I, but honest to God, though, I don't see this lasting long. I, I think he's going to bow down. I, and I really think he's going to be like, all right, I'm going to lift this. Bow Getting a lot of me. negative feedback over this. I'm going to swallow my pride. And I'm going to do what's right at the end of the day. And you know what? This is going to hurt his chances as well. You know, again, the Brooklyn Nets fans are not – Yankee or Met fans. They're just not. And no matter the Nets can win three NBA titles in a row and have a dynasty. They will never be on top of Yankee fans and Met fans. No, they won't. I they're, I, they're original not, New Jersey. They're originally from New Jersey. Yeah, First, but it, it's frustrating to hear that now. Well, actually, I, no, I'm sorry. They were originally New York Nets playing at the Nassau Coliseum. Long Island. Right. They were Long Island Nets. And then they, right. they went down to uh I wouldn't be freaking out yet, though. I wouldn't be freaking out yet because he is going to face a lot of negative flash. And at the same time, he does have an election in three years. So people are going to remember this. Well, apparently he's going to get called. Don't mess with Yankee fans. He's going to, yeah, especially the bleacher creatures. He's going to get a call from MLB and all these other leagues now. The writing's on the wall. It's got to be done. Yeah, and you got to remember, so it's only going to get warmer a, a, as the season goes on. But the the one thing you should really be worried about, because Canada is you know ran by a bunch of lunatics. On top of that, the whole country, unfortunately, you're going to be missing nine games by going to Toronto this year. Yep. That's not that's right. That's right. That's about. right. Don't worry about here. We got worry up there. Up there. Like 
so apparently Aaron Aaron Judge would miss seven would miss a hundred or ninety two games. He missed ninety two games. He missed the eighty one games for playing in the Bronx. He missed two games for playing in City Field, and he missed nine for going to Canada. Think about it. That's all. That, that's terrible. I, but I wouldn't be worried about it yet, and I think he gave the right answer. Just focus on. I'm focusing on spring training because I do believe it's going to be lifted. You know, we are at the end of this. I think every person, whether you took it seriously or you, you just wanted to live life, I think we're at the point where it's safe to move on. We're going to be okay. Let's lift this and go back to normal. It's the only way that we're going to get back to life. Now, the, before the, we continue, well, before we continue, did they, uh, did they say, did they give the reason why they didn't want to do what they were supposed to do? Because the, the reason why they didn't do this is because um, they wanted to keep the city safe because the numbers are down and the. And they, no, I'm talking about the players. All the players. Yeah. What was the reason why the reason that they didn't want to do it? Did they? Say because it? it's their right to, to choose whether they want to take it or not. It's their right. That's yeah. the thing. It's freedom of speech. That's the thing that's unfortunately dying right now in America. You know, we're holding on to that by the grip. You know, no private owner or no politician has the right to. They don't have the right to know. What's going into someone's body? They really don't. And it's gone to a point where it's ridiculous. It's, it's kind of dictatorship in a way. Yes. We've gone to that point where people saying, oh, well, are you vaccinated or you're not vaccinated? Who cares? It's If you want to get the shot, get the shot. I got it. I have no shame in saying it. But I'm not going to discriminate someone who doesn't get it just because, oh, you know, you, you put me at rest. No. You have the right to do it. Just stay safe and then move on. But we're at the point they, they shouldn't be discriminated from their job. And we've seen a lot of New Yorkers lose their job because they had the right to decide I'm not going to get the shot. Terrible stuff. Just terrible, terrible stuff. Now, why did they make a now? Why didn't they say, OK, if you don't do that, then you just have to show negative tests. Why didn't they just say that? They did. They, they did. They lifted that. That's no longer a thing because they, they did really that and then they ended it. Shot. They ended it because, yeah, they they lifted the private sector mandate here in Jersey a month ago, right? And I think New Jersey's doing just fine. Yeah, New Jersey's doing just fine. New Jersey. Yeah, exactly, exactly. New New York and to an extent California. God help you, California. Who? California. Like the reason why California country right now at this point. Well, Cal- Cal- the reason why I mentioned California is because they have their own they, little regulations. They started lifting it over there now, too. Yeah, they have it lifted it in California, too. Although California is less strict than it is in New York because, you know, unvaccinated players can still play, but you but you have the, there's some rules and regulations regarding masks. Well, that, they're, they're doing good out there. They're only paying uh, $250 more a gallon for guests than we 570 exactly. No, I think it went up to $7 out there. No, oh, it's 6 I, don't I, wanna, I, got a fr- six, I got a buddy six, out in Central California right now. I want to pay that over here. A gallon. I'll be taking a horse and carriage. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Take it to the zoo, Rock. Oh man! Get the horse. You go to Freehold. It's not. It's not too far. Yeah, that's right. The track is right there. I got to just jump on and go. Meow. Dude, even <laughs> putting twenty five dollars in your gas tank right now doesn't get you much. No. No. I put twenty five bucks in yesterday. I'm I'm already on E. How's, like how's this? You know what work vans? Yeah, yeah, you get the you no. get the, the card. We get the card, but Fred had to use it twice because you're only limited to seventy seven dollars. 
Then they had to put it in again for another 30. So we paid over 100 bucks <laughs> to fill the van up. Oh, the trick is you got to wait. You got to get when you're a half a tank and then fill it. That's what you got to do. But I don't think it matters. What do you get? Like four? your truck's four cylinder? I'm a six. Oh, you're a six. I thought you were a four. No, I'm a six. Huh? Like, you're, yeah. you're a four cylinder, aren't you, Kev? That yeah, little I'm a four. And you're Look paying. My little car. What the hell? <laughs> it's a Camry. My little car. It's a little Yeah, I'm so. Yeah, so this is how bad it was. Uh, what last... am I? Like, it, what do they have uh, the, in the. What is it? Um, <laughs> the stupid princess. Cinderella. No, Snow White in that little car. Oh, not those, not oh, the Toys R Us. Rapunzel. Is, yeah, pretty oh. soon driving those Toys R Us battery cars. So. Uh... Yeah, it's another gross <laughs> address on. Who I cares? speak. I. Uh... Last week was payday. I was under a half tank. <laughs> That's how this is how bad it was. I said, put forty in. I took the whole forty and filled me up. Like out of out of half? Half. Jesus. Yeah. Forty. Yeah. Well, Usually I mean, that- I'm only filling up half at a time now. It, it's it's gotten that bad. It, it, it's it's bad to the point because it's a trickle effect. Gas and then your grocery shopping went up. This goes up. Coal cuts. Coal cuts and the and the other thing, uh, for all the menus and all the restaurants, hey, Maddie. Yeah. Speaking of restaurants and menus, how's Outback doing? Outback is going great. Uh, I just want to mention, for That's instance, right we are having a what show. A segue, huh? We are, we are having a show in Outback Steakhouse on May 19th. It's a really big show. It's a really, really big show. Big It'll be Sirianni Says Sports collabing with Talking Baseball with Sal Angeletti, and the Grace Foundation will be involved in this as well. It'll be on a Thursday. I know it's a little bit of a weird day, but we talked with the owner, Lee Mazekian. Which we'll and, be back again for the final meeting. And managers, James Kelly and Joe Lancaster. I talked to those three guys. They're really, really excited about this. And I'm, and so am I. And I'm glad that we get to finally get this done because Lee's been talking for years about getting me involved and you know getting me hooked up at Outback and making me do a show there. And you know, I'm glad I get to do it with you guys. And um. Um, this is, I don't know what, there's still details left to be determined, like how we're going to set up everything, uh, what time it's going to be, how we're going to get fans to come. Um, so there's still more details that have yet to be planned out, right? But it's going to come together. And like Sal said, we're going to be meeting either at the end of March or early April to finalize everything. And when I come back from Dallas, when you come back from Texas, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do that. We'll do it when you come back next week, right? I leave on March 30th. Get there on the 1st of April. So you leave in two weeks. And, and I'll be back on the 6th of okay, so Tuesday. Right. So you leave in two weeks. So that means that while you're gone, me, Carl, and Kevin are going to take over for you. Yes, on that first Wednesday show, the 30th. Yeah. And then when I come back, we do the opening day special. So it worked out. So everything worked everything out, out Everything works out perfectly. Yes, everything I, works out I'm perfectly. covering the WWE Hall of Fame for a wrestling talk show that's on they're not working on for the Northeast Streaming Sports. Gonna try and crossing my fingers right now to call or reach out to WWE, see if I could get press credentials, which we can, apparently, because we're 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 sports people. Ooh. From the network, I heard. And uh I'll give it a shot. I wrote to the WWE saying thank you for putting me the into the Undertaker's documentary. I haven't heard nothing yet, but Oh, only good. I'm it's, going. It's to, been a while when you, when that I'm happened. I'm going to live a dream. 
You're going to live a dream. Yeah, I'm going to go see, uh, I'm going to look for J.L. Ewing and Ewing Oil, see if I bring some back. I don't know. Speaking about WWE, uh, my heart goes to uh, oh, the right. family, uh, Scott Hall's family, that's uh, right. Kevin bad, Nash. Bad times don't last, yep. but bad guys do. Kevin Nash, his uh, longtime friend, his intimate family. When I was uh, younger, I grew up with him when he came in in 1992 yep. with McFlair and Perfect. So oh, that was I, good, yeah. I watched him. Razor Ramon, baby. Yep. And then all the way through uh, when the Outsiders with WCW with the Nitro Wars. The Intercontinental match with Shawn Michaels at yep. WrestleMania 10 all, in the Garden. All that stuff. The ladder match was the best. That was yeah, the best so one. Yep. All, all those matches that he had. Uh, I didn't realize match. that he was such a big. Oh, uh, he was big. A, I liked him better when he was with Hogan and uh, Nash for the Outsiders. For the NWO. Yeah. Yes, they oh, were the best. Great. But uh, yeah, my heart. I only knew Kevin Nash from the longest era. <laughs> To be honest, <laughs> I mean, yeah, a lot of the wrestlers were Austin. Austin was with, on that. Oh, song. today is Happy 316. Yes. Oh, yes. it's 316 day. That's right. Yes. Actually, he when actually, you hear the glass, that means it's your ass. Actually, yeah. he actually has his beer coming out today. Yeah. Austin's yeah. beer. Well, it, really? it's, it's on, yeah. uh, he put it on, uh, what do you call him now? It's it's worldwide now. It's something he's yeah. on the market or something. Yeah. Stock market. yeah. Did I just hear a beer crack? <laughs> No, you didn't hear beer crack. I thought of Kevin opens on. <laughs> um, but yeah. anyway, oh, anyway, um, one thing that I really gotta say though, and this is kind of going off topic, we're sticking with wrestling for a little bit. Um, a lot of the wrestlers that from the eighties and nineties, it's unfortunate that they go through what they go through after their retirement because a lot of them, a lot of them, a lot of injuries and injuries and well, they're all on steroids too to begin with. Steroids, I mean, exactly. I hate to be blunt like that. They're all on steroids. Yeah, and steroids yeah. do. Kill your body eventually. Yeah, he he fell and broke his hip, Scott, and then they, had three heart attacks. A blood clot apparently released into his heart, and he had three heart attacks. I, I was there at MSG. Remember that famous curtain call they did in the steel cage at the garden? yes, yes. I was yes. there. I was there for that. Uh, breaking news: Chris Bryant to the Colorado Rockies. Whoa! Seven years, one eighty-two. 11, 182? 7, 182. 7, 182. Colorado. So on average, he's making $26 million a year. Weird. Wow. That's weird. You know, I do not see the Colorado Rock. He's looking for a payday. I don't do that. How, how do you do that? So they will spend money on Chris Bryan, but they would trade Nolan. Uh, Nolan Seven years, 182. Here it is. 182, $26 million average annual value. So that means Miller, by the way, is a Buffalo Bill. So two breaking newses. Whoa! Von Miller, Von Miller to Buffalo. Yeah, Von Miller went to the Buffalo. Wow. Buffalo Bill. So that means they better uh, re up uh, Sto- Trevor Story now. Yeah. Story's not, Story's not going back. No, he's not. So now I the mean, Cubs are going to be a dumpster fire, no matter what I, happens. I'm honestly stunned by this. I really am. I'm kind of shocked by that too. You would think maybe the Giants, but not go I back. Mean, Chris Bryant, you can tell he, he was looking for a payday. He's got a ring already. So uh, this is probably why. Now. Iglesias and Cole ain't the one you deal with the Rockies. Was it Iglesias? Okay. But... Wow, that's kind of now, I have a question for uh, three of you guys. Now, why did um, the Yankees broke that uh, that Cray originally signed with you guys in the beginning of the week? Reporters are just... Who? Reporters are just really bad. Oh, the Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa. Yeah, he he wasn't coming here. He wasn't. Come- that, that was a fake thing. Fake thing. It, it's it's. Oh yeah, fake. no, I I saw that fake report on Friday. 
I, I bought it for a second, and then I realized it, it was yeah, he messaged me. Like, no way. The I Yankees. Later, I realized it was a fake account. The Yankees are never again going for a ten-year, three hundred million dollar contract. You did it with with Rodriguez, and then you re-upped them again for that. And then you just did it with Jean Carlos Stanton. Oh, Mike so Stanton. Speak- whatever the hell his well, name is. Well, they're So this this what here's his little side scoop about uh, his contract now. Who? So uh, for his next contract, Correa. So before the lockout, he had his agent. So if he does a one year deal, his, his agent now before Scott Boris has to get part of the cut. Mm-hmm. Then next year, whatever contract he signs, Scott Boris gets the whole deal. Scott Boris is one of the best agents out there in Major League Baseball. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he he, uh. he gets his clients big time contracts. All right. Then, I can't, I, then I, should we hire him? Where I, is he? I can't be personally. I can't. Stand, I can't stand him huh? and Drew Rosenhaus. <laughs> I can't stand both those guys. Oh, speaking of getting rid of somebody, let's all well, celebrate the Joe Buck is gone. No, he's not gone. He went to ESPN. Yeah, I'm saying he's not gone. Yeah, he's not allowed to work with Fox anymore. He's still going to hear him. No, not for the World Series. You're still going to hear him. Not for the World Series. Oh, well, that's different. That's what I'm saying. I I wonder, though. Joe Davis. Joe Davis and uh, John Smoltz, right? I think so, yeah. Don't forget A-Rod. A-Rod and Michael K. We're supposed to be a team. Now, Aikman's actually going to ESPN, too. Yeah, I know. Let Aikman handle it. I life. wonder though. I wa- there has to have there's had to be a talk. Who? Hey Joe, you want to do Sunday night baseball? I know they got their their team set right now, but when it's Joe Buck with you, no. I mean I'm, I'm sure he's satisfied with his contract by just doing football at the moment. But you what can't is he tell me there hasn't been one discussion with him and ESPN what's, about what's doing Sunday night baseball. What's the deal he's getting? It's ridiculous amount of money. He's getting over a hundred million. Him and Troy Aikman. Wow, that would be. We in the wrong business right now. I was Carl Ravish. I said, you know what? I'm gone. If you don't bowl me like this, I'm gone. I, I like the old school, John Miller and what's his name? Joe on Morgan. Left. Joe Morgan on Wednesday nights. Those those oh, guys. Those were the good old days. Come on. Those we were the good Monday old night days. baseball back in the day. You had the, the basically. The guys doing Monday Night Baseball were the same guys as Monday Night Football, right? Yep. It's Cassell. Who else? Jack Buck. No, it was Cassell. Hal Cassell. It was Keith Jackson. Yeah. And I think you had, um, what's his name? What's his name was there for a while, though? Don Drysdale. Something like that. And you had John, Jim Palmer for a bit. Yeah. Jim Reggie. Palmer. Reggie was on with during the Yankees 76 series, right? He was calling that game. I don't know. Before you became a Yankee, he was calling the World Series. That's before no, my t- I'm, uh, that happened 20 years before I was born. I can't. Yeah, I was Listen, you guys stop at the old age. I was born in 80. So I was born in 80. So that's before my time. I, I... weren't a wolf. <laughs> Let's go to the videotape. Sorry, Sal. <laughs> George Michael's sports machine. I used to go to sleep to that. On, was it Sunday night at 11 o'clock? Or 11, after the, no, 1130. That was after the George Michael's a singer. No, it's a sport. No, it's it was a, a sports. sports there is a singer, George Michael. Yeah, it was it with clips. It was just a highlight, a 30 minute highlight show of clips for a game. I like oh, it. Okay, I got you. Used to touch a big button 
let's go with the see what happened at the Yankee game. But you said right. it was kind of like NFL primetime with Berman and uh, Tom Jackson. Yes. Yes. Actually, he actually called uh, um, Berman actually called uh, games on ESPN too. He was good. Boomer. He did. He I, I know that. I, I liked him. I think Al Michaels used to call baseball games too. Yeah, actually, he yeah, did. Al, Al Michaels. Yes. Actually, yep. Al Michaels. Is a free agent. They're trying to lure him to Fox. Wait, oh, wait. No, he's going to Amazon, and it looks like a deal's in place. He's going to be doing Thursday night football. Uh, oh, he it's can't not be official yet, but it's going to happen. That's a terrible deal. Yeah. Why would you want to leave NBC for no, Amazon? Because no, because they they weren't great. They were putting Tariko in the booth. Yeah, no, yes. the writing's been on the wall. Who's that? Mike Tariko. Al Michaels is gone for NBC. Really? This was a plan, Matt. This was a plan for like three years. Yeah. That Tariko was going to be the guy at, at okay. this time once Michael's uh, contract was done. I had a feeling they were grooming Tariko, but I didn't think they were going to get rid of Al Michaels entirely. And what the Paul well, doing he's, is he's going to still be doing it, but a different. They're going to they're uh, going to actually get rid of him. They're just not renewing him. So what? They're they're not, gonna, he's not like fired or anything. They're going to probably weed out Collinsworth, and they want Breeze in the booth with him too. Of course they do. Of course That's they do. That's not happening. That's not happening at least anytime soon. Listen. Say what you want about Chris Collinsworth. In like my opinion, if, like if a crow could if a crow could talk, it would have Chris Collinsworth's uh, voice box. I like. But he him. is a great analyst. At the I end like, of the day, I like Collinsworth. I like Collinsworth. If, if a crow could talk, it would sound like Chris Collinsworth. I, I like the old school. You know, the Yankees. You had Rizzuto, White, and Mercer. Uh, not Mercer. Rizzuto, White, and. Uh, not Mercer. Who was the other guy? And I wasn't born, Sal. I don't know. <laughs> John Gonzalez, help me out. I just, <laughs> I just remember K. Well, the Bobby ABC Mercer Monday game Scott. of the week was yep. what? ABC. That's Gowdy right, Gowdy and Kubek. Yep. And, Ku- and Kubek was a Yankee. He played second. He was the second baseman, I believe, All or right, shortstop. So before we before we end the show, I want to throw this out a uh, shout out to uh, the commish. In two and a half weeks, he has opening day. Oh, that's right. The Miracle League. We got to get over there. April 2nd is opening day for them. Nice. I won't be yep. here. Damn it. So, but yeah, they have opening day for there in two and a half weeks. So hopefully it's nice weather for the kids to uh, go out there and play some ball. Can't nice. wait for that. Nice, nice, nice. Um, also, I'm trying to think. Of, At least they're starting on time unless compared to Major League Baseball. Yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> always. Oh, you, we got the Somerset Patriots again. In four we weeks. Gotta, we got we to hit that. You know, we got to see uh, the up-and-comer uh, Anthony Volpe. Anthony Volpe and then Dominguez is, uh, is over there, too. Yeah, you got the other kid. Uh, Peralza, Peral, whatever the hell you his name is. You got a lot of kids. You got a lot of kids. A lot of kids. A lot of kids. It is cool, though, to see, you know, like top prospects that are going to be basically playing. I, I mean, not technically our backyard in Monmouth County, but. Just a thirty-minute drive, and and, that, you know, and that's why, and that's why the Yankees didn't want to go all in on a lot of money. They they know these kids. I think Volpe's oh, they're got relying on Anthony Volpe. Two, two that, years. That's right? why they're not giving Cray all this money. Right. They they they're, see they're, they're, something in this kid now. I, I, I mean, let's they said the same thing about Miguel Andujar, and look where he's at right now. He got beat up. I did hear that. He got he got beat up and robbed. No, like he got robbed in the Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Like, oh my god! Week. Oh my god! Was, the Yankee fans, you see what happened? You want to lock us out? Here you go. <laughs> Give me your seven hundred thousand yeah, dollars watch. No, but Miguel also had a lot of potential, and they hyped him up. And you know, he had one good second half of the year. Great, great third baseman at the I time. Urshela came uh, on, and got hurt. That was it. Gio took over. 
People gotta also remember we wasted a lot of money on uh, it, it. It broke my heart also because I went on Instagram yeah. like after the trade, and I was just going through stories, and it was like twelve hours before it was Gio or Shella walking into the locker room. I'm like, oh man, and that, I was a big Gio guy, Gary. I, his problem was his ego. Gary Sanchez's problem was his ego. The I am Gary thing in 2016. And I agree. I think he, he got Joe Girardi out of there because Girardi was criticizing him. And oh, I don't like being yelled at. I'm going to be the leader. Blah, 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 blah. Look where you are now. He downgraded. He downgraded the players. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny this all happened because during the press conference, they asked Aaron Boone, and his answer was, Gio Oshello is my shortstop right now, and not an hour after he said that, he was gone. But I do, <laughs> other than Donaldson, I do like what they got out of, out of the trade because he's yes. a he's a stud on the defensive side. He can hit the ball. He's got some wheels on top of that. But you, you got to have defense for for the Yankees right now, right? And you've, and had, a, you've had a lot of issues last season in the infield in the infield defensively. So that's what it is. There was another trade that we didn't also would then go over. Uh, Mitch Garver went from the Twins to Texas. Oh yeah, mm. Texas is really amping it up too. Yeah, they're not, they're, they're, not, they're waiting for that. They're kid not up. there yet, though. They're not there yet. Is Lighter up with them yet? The kid? What? No. Jack no. Lighter. No, Jack no. What's his name? Lighter's kid. No. No. And uh, Nelson Cruz is a DH for the Nationals. That I didn't understand. You know what? That I didn't understand. Here we go. By July 31st, he will not be a Washington National. If he's still a National August 1st, dinner's on me. Wow. Okay. All right. He will be traded by the deadline. Where? I don't know where. A a contender. The Nationals aren't there yet. I say a contending National League team. I say a contending National League team. I'm surprised the Mets didn't grab him. I was I shocked. Mean, he can go anywhere now with, with well, the DH on both sides. The Mets are loaded. But they he will not be a national by the end of the season. No doubt in my mind. Didn't he come up in the Mets organization? Cruz? Nelson no. Cruz? Nelson no. Cruz? No, he didn't. I was reading. Somebody came up in the Mets organization. It wasn't Nelson Cruz, though. Somebody. But he's 42 years old, and he can still hit the ball. I mean. He's a five. I, I, I mean, the money that he got, though, explains why he would want to go to D.C., of course. But you were in a good situation, you know, in Tampa Bay. And I get oh, the stadium's a dump, but you got to see he's in trouble, right? Is What's his name? Is is he going to pitch this year or is he still going to be out, Strasburg? Steven Strasburg? No, he's back. He's back? He's back. No, he's yeah, he's back. Yeah, he's fine. That was a big contract, right? Yeah, there's uh, yeah, have, they gave him that five-year extension after the World Series. Yeah, he still has like right. four years left or something or three years left. He's, yeah, he's oh, you, you know what? They won the World Series, and you know they got to eat crow for a couple years. I was like, I remember they, they won ninety seven. Then they got rid of everybody. They beat the Yankees. They didn't win in Montreal either. So take what you can get. Mm-hmm. What do you see the Yankee lineup being? You do righty, lefty, righty. You see DJ Rizzo, Rizzo, Judge, Gallo, Stanton. It's tough. I, I've seen a lot of projected lineups, and some of them even have uh, Rizzo leading off. Nah, you can't. You got to do the righty, lefty, righty. We only have, like, what, two lefties in the lineup? Well, you have Gallo and you got Rizzo. So you got to do DJ, 
Rizzo or Gal, you got to go DJ, maybe Gallo, Judge. Donaldson, I think, will hit cleanup. I don't know, maybe fifth or sixth. That's a crazy lineup if you think Judge, about it. Judge, Donaldson, Giancarlo, Gallo. Mosi boom, boom, ball. Now we got, well, now we got to hear where Sterling's got to get some new calls in. Did you hear him give one to Tiki Barber the other day? And it was disgusting. No. It's a Barber Harbor or Barber something Harbor. like that. It Barber. sounded so terrible. Oh, it was like Frank Messer. Thank you, uh, Mr. Gonzalez. I couldn't think of a guy's name. Oh, boy. Hi, I'm Bill White, and this is Phil Rizzuto. This is Phil yeah, Rizzuto for the money. Speaking of, uh, speaking of uh, calls, the Dodgers have a new uh, play-by-play crew this year, and I think Jess Mendoza is involved with their uh, organization. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think she's like a... a um, I, fe- I think she's like ESPN a... She a lot of remodeling with their broadcasting, on not just the NFL. Don't take us. What are they waiting for? Hello, we're out here. <laughs> we'll do it for a couple of burgers, some chill, hot chili, and uh, everything else. Uh, we're gonna need more than a couple burgers. Speaking of speaking of places, you I will just, not be negotiating that contract. God forbid. <laughs> before the show, I went down uh, Eli's backyard, right over down here, right, Ming. Is that what it's called, Eli's backyard? Uh, yeah. Don't you have the the menu there? Can I got. Yeah, he's got menu? me like. Oh yeah, you're put up the, the menu. The menu. The menu. Get yeah, the menu. Big, big shout to Eli's back. Ellie's backyard. You only gave me the full menu. They didn't Good have any takeout menu. I had a I've heard of pulled pork sandwiches. Great. I had a pulled chicken sandwich. Pulled chicken. Oh my god. Hey, look at that. Take Where it. Pull the chicken it. from. Ah, in the backyard, Rock. Get okay. that chicken, damn it. Okay. Ah. Even the zoo must have went up. Zoo? I can't take it to the zoo no more, Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been there though before. <laughs> Oh, I do feel like I've been there before. God, I got it. look familiar. You've been here? I've we need to go after the show because I was reading the dessert menu, and I was like, "Oh my god, if I have this now, I'm not leaving. I won't be able to do the show." But you gotta try this place right down over here on Broad Street. They just opened in August. They told me, I, I loved it. The food was great. I was like dying. You know, I'm dying over here, lady. And it was great. Okay, maybe I haven't been there then. <laughs> How about what's next? We're here next week, right? What's today? Today is the 16th. It's 316. Oh, let's wish everybody who celebrates a happy St. Patty's Day tomorrow. Yes. Uh, St. Patrick's Day, that's right. To all our listeners here and abroad, especially on Roku television, I'm over here now because you said. And let me tell you something. Even the prices are great. They do uh, lunch, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and uh, it was great. I want to thank them. Go visit. Go visit all the wonderful places here in Red Bank. Yeah, we're gonna do a, a, a Just come dinner to Studio Three Eleven. Ming's got all the all the the, the plans laid out here. The and, way we gotta go. And uh, Matt, I wish your team uh, good luck tonight against the Fighting Irish. Thank you. Oh, that's right. Today's a big game tonight. Yeah. Right? The, uh, so Rutgers plays Notre Dame in the final playing game of the March Madness tournament to get to the field of sixty-four. Isn't, isn't that the team uh, Dan Schweck likes? Uh, no, Shrek uh, likes uh, Penn State. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Shrek's Penn State guy. Um, and the funny thing about it is, my uncle James, who's a big baseball fan, uh, his his two sons Joseph and James play baseball. Um, he, he's his alma mater is Notre Dame, and my alma mater, as you know, is Rutgers. So, I texted my uncle after, uh, before, um, yesterday, and I'm like, "Yeah, your school's playing my school." Um, so it's gonna be interesting. Rutgers, they're in for a tough one. 
they're always in for a tough one. Every Rutgers game is close. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll have to see how they fare. And um, I actually want to say, speaking of Rutgers, one more thing. Okay. Their baseball team's actually not bad. Not bad. Okay. Their you know what? I, I have bad. a friend who I worked with security over at Raintree Community and Freehold there. Guy James, who used to relay me, his son plays on the Rutgers baseball team. What's his name? Uh, Lasco. I'm going to keep an eye out for that name. I'm going to keep an eye out because. L-A-S-K-O. I, I know I came on this show a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, and said that Rutgers baseball is trash. I was actually wrong. Oh, man. Oh. I, I was wrong. Now you got to eat crow now, Matt. I got to eat crow. No, Oven roasted crow. I will eat my slice of humble pie and humble you know, pie. admit that I was wrong. Like, they're actually really good this year. Now, if you do beat Notre Dame, I like Notre Dame football, not too much basketball. But if you do beat Notre Dame tonight, then you go play Alabama on Friday. Yep. Yep. The Crimson wow. Tide. Right. Is that why Jerry Recco's not in? Uh, Jerry Recco should be in Dayton, Ohio for Dayton, this game. Yes. He's in Dayton right now. I'll be there. I'll be in Dayton in uh, June, actually. He's in Dayton, Ohio okay. right now. And if he. Richie's doing his own show. And if yeah. Rutgers does win this game, then Rutgers will have to travel to San Francisco. <laughs> For the Midwest region, San Francisco. But yeah, I just, sorry, that's a Village People song. But yeah, Carl, thank you for the good luck. Hopefully, I come back with some positive news. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, all right. This, this was a this was a great show tonight. We got a new background. We're gonna have a lot of new things happening, and Roadshow twenty twenty two will continue. Uh, crossing the fingers with two shows in April on Staten Island, probably back to back weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking at maybe April 13th at the Staten Island Ferry Oak Stadium. Uh, just got to wait for a phone call and do that. April 20th. What a crazy story Kevin was talking to me about that some guy in Staten Island knows who I am. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. Um, I, I did leave an email, so uh, hopefully I'll, I'll have more info for you next week. Well, what's what's his name again? Larry. Lee? Larry Leely. How do you pronounce his last name? Leely. Leadly, I don't know. There's a lot of apparently you knew who I was. I said, "Why don't you guys come out on April 20th?" I think, right? Something. Yeah. So time will tell. We'll see what happens. So So possible two dates in April. What a definite date! May the 19th at Outback Steakhouse in in Middlesex. No, Middletown. 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 Why do I say Middlesex? Definitely Definitely be for that one. Definitely be there in May for that one. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Like I said, Uh, we're going to turn up the notch again uh, with the Grace Foundation. Raise money as we love to do community work with the show. And and actually, I just want to say one thing about the Outback show. Because Sirianni says sports is partnering with uh, Talking Baseball Sound Jelly, my cousin Ryan Jr., who you know him as Ryan Barringer Jr., my co-host on Sirianni says sports, he'll be involved in this as well. So Yeah, there's a lot of good things coming here. And now our trips in July, I guess, to Pittsburgh and Cleveland will happen. Mm -hmm. Yes. You guess. I said I yes. Oh, I do. I don't like it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, guys. This was a great show tonight. A lot of pep in our step. Baseball's back. It, it's going to be a, it's going to be a roller coaster year with this new playoff thing, and we're going to be going nuts all year. Yeah. We got we got to call the game somehow. And of course, I'm your host, Sally Angeletti. We'll call Matty Ice, K Wall, and of course. The one and only Ming on the other side of the Ming glass Chen. is always hey, in the Ming. great Shared Universe podcast studio in lovely Red Bank, New Jersey. And of course, New Jersey is always stay classy. Have a great evening. 
This is a presentation of Northeast Streaming Sports.